the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School 510, where sports is the lane, comedy is the pilot, and the sweet Jeeba is our chest well, yeah, yeah, you fight for your job. Basketball used to be a little boy that way, though. I mean, not your superstar, but it was that way for, like, someone who was a fringe all-star. They were drafting your replacement. I mean, that was the whole reason why Norm Nixon, who was an inside-out all-star, made a few all-star games. The Lakers drafted Norm Nixon to replace him with Magic Johnson. I mean, they drafted Magic Johnson to replace Norm Nixon, excuse me. But they drafted him. That's why Norm Nixon didn't get along with him at first, because he, he knew that was his replacement. <laughs> Even though well, he made well, all star, this is what Billy Bean is doing. Okay, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't drafted nobody. Those guys can't replace the Water Boys that he drafted. Like, we need a, yeah, they, they they need a new uh, uh, UPS delivery driver. <laughs> it's like, only yeah, the only people that should worry when a Billy Bean draft that work for the Oakland A's should be the guys cutting the grass. Like, is, is did he just draft our replacement? <laughs> Damn, dude, because that dude can't swing a bat, so he must be able to cut a hell out of the lawn. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at High Score 510 on Instagram, YouTube, and on Twitter at Horcrux Hipster, that is. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash High Score 510. Aside from that, we are here with... This is HE3 coming at you faster than it money being hypnotized by the color on my car's instrument panel after going through a long mushroom bench. I don't like men no more! It's a long mushroom bench, Brandon. I'm telling you, man. But like this, seeing some of these people on that, I, I, I'm not giving over mushrooms on my pizza no more. <laughs> and we are here with. Hey, what's going on? This is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Uh, hold on, Brandon. Oh, I'm excited to be here, man. Coming at you, Brandon. Brandon start that over. Start that over. He's live. <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Jared still got DSO right now. And we are here with this is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Um, excited to be here, man. Taking one out of Aaron's book, shooting the gap and tackling a protester. I was did it again. It did it again. Do it again. God damn, man! I tell you what. I tell you what. You're not coming out there fast. With... Hey, what's going on, this Brandon? AKA Taco Pablo. DP. Man. Dave. with Brandon, it did it again. You need to stop. I'll tell you what, so Brandon, Brandon's definitely coming faster than Jared's internet. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, say it one more time, Brandon. You know, I, I, feel, I, feel, like, I feel like Jared. I feel like you got to take an old one and just clip it in by this point. This is going to be his fourth time doing it. Let's see TP. TP. <laughs> This is Brandon, uh, a.k.a. Taco Pablo, recurring host on the High Score 510 podcast. I need y'all to de- change y'all password or something at, y'all, at y'all house with the internet. <laughs> y'all just been passing. Recurring, Brandon means recurring as how many times he's done this intro. 
<laughs> because of Jerry's internet. Yeah, I'm about y'all still on. doing intros? Dude, Darius, Jared keeps freezing, and Brandis has to do it four times, dude. You know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala hugging nigga. Tell him he's... For 400 years, that word has kept us down. What the fuck? <laughs> and we are here with... What's up, y'all? This is... I'm not on this episode, but he's smoking uh, out with here. I'm smoking out with Jerry. <laughs> clearly, he, he ain't rolling through. So we just burnt. We, he burned it. We burned. He forgot to go fix Jared the other day. He's yeah, still over your house. He on over overtime. Meet me at, at Antioch Oakley Pier, and we'll talk. No, we will not talk because you will not have 5G. You will not have 4G. You will not have any internet, Jared. So we won't be talking. And uh, my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that ting ting the D is silent, so it's just Jart. Hi, everyone. My name is Thurgood. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You in here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. Now that's an addiction, man. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? <laughs> In news this week, Tennessee passes a bill requiring drunk drivers to pay child support if they kill a parent of a minor. What do you guys think about that? Oh, that's stupid. The, the, the kid is dead. R.I.P. But that nigga ain't here to take those motherfucking Jordan money. I shit, I fought hard to stay alive, so my dad owed me a lot of back, backpack. No, it's not if the kids die, it's if the parents die. The parents die. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, if you yeah. kill somebody oh, yeah. and they had a child that they would have been taken I, care of. I like that idea. Well, I like I like the idea, but in practice, ideally, if you kill somebody because you drunk drove, you in jail. <laughs> How they gonna survive on your twenty five cent an hour? That's three cent an hour. That three cent an hour license plate press, bro. What if you had to adopt all their problems, like their bills, their credit reports? Like you don't get to money. go to prison. You got to take all all their debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take their kids. Hope oh, you ain't married now, on there. Good luck. <laughs> it's like, wait, you already got a family with two kids? Well, now you got five. <laughs> I wonder if that could be like an opt-in clause, like you opt out of prison, but then you are like financially responsible for the family of the person you killed. Or you could just say, you know, fuck it, send me to prison. <laughs> Man, if they already a drunk driving and killed somebody, <laughs> I doubt they're going to hold a job long enough. Now that all their money got to go towards some kids that they can't even claim on the, on the, on the tax. Oh, hell no, nah, Jerry. They probably want to take care of their kids to begin with. If you go to prison, you get you everything paid for. <laughs> what, what, what say if, all drunk drivers are irresponsible but they're what if just, you're they're responsible that day yeah but like what if you're like denzel and you you know denzel washington and you're a pilot and you know you just had a bad bad, bad moment. life in that movie he had a whole bad <laughs> life dude <laughs> i was like god damn man that shit a light on pilots man i started i started looking in all the eyes when i step on the plane the flight attendant welcomes you then i look straight in that pilot door and looking at his eyes see if they're red <laughs> that's the world's worst reference by the way jerry I know that it was. was a bad reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst performer Denzel movie of all time. You know, this is two weeks in a row. He tried to slip it in last week, so obviously it's on his damn mind. <laughs> he must have got that shit for 99 cents recently. <laughs> yeah, he probably stopped out of flying J. Well, yeah, so the bill cites reasons why the payments to child would be necessary, including maintaining the child's standard of living, 
financial resources and needs of the child, as well as financial needs of the surviving parent or guardian of the child. I, I think they should take it a step further. And like, they still got like a, a car note or like a house payment to take it. Like, bro, you know how hard it is? Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless you got a good life insurance on your spouse, they die and all of a sudden like your one income supposed to pay for your rent or your housing note. That's a lot too. So you guys think they should expand it beyond just child support? Uh, we think they should expand your internet service. <laughs> I will say this. The, the one scenario where it will be all bad is if you accidentally was drunk driving and you killed Chris Jenner. <laughs> Hell no. I would not want to take care of all them Kardashian girls. Well, no, no, no. They're, they're adults, though, so you don't have to worry about them. That's what I'm saying. All right, well, if it's one of their parents, they got, all right, well, what if Kim Kardashian gets hit? I wouldn't want to pay those kids child support. I wouldn't want to pay those kids child support because I wouldn't want to write their stupid-ass names on the check. <laughs> you got to hope you don't, like, drunk and drive and kill Philip Rivers and Tuttle Cromartie or Future because your ass will be broke. <laughs> Dude, future like, ain't paying child support now. I shouldn't have to pay his. If I kill Future in the car accident, I'm going to take Judge. He ain't been paying the shit himself. He ain't been taking care of Well, he needs to pay is support for his ass to stay away and they can grow up to be human beings, good human beings. I'm pretty sure uh, Sierra and Russell paying him to stay away. Man, Future to use I, I less condoms it. than Aaron Grayson Jr. <laughs> Hold on, is that your daddy? Yep. Got it, got it. I had to do the math there. Sorry. He used less condoms than him. It's a good idea, but this, I mean, obviously, if you kill somebody in a drunk driving crash, you should go to jail. Yeah. For a long time. Long, longer than the kid's going to still be a kid. <laughs> I agree. I think you should, but then after you get out, you should have to make some back payments, Sam, for the years you missed. I was, uh, I was uh, exploring the internet this week on Reddit, and somebody was like, basically, if women get abortions, they should have to pay into some sort of fund for 18 years for not having the kid the same way men do if they do have a kid. And I don't know why it made so much sense to me. And I know I'm getting canceled for even bringing this up on the internet. I'm sure somebody's going to find this later. Like, what are you talking about, Brandon? But, I need to talk to you. But yeah, let's see. There's a difference scene. There is a child that's born that needs resources versus a child that it doesn't exist that doesn't need resources. But the money would go to sex education to teach people how not to get that. Situation. Oh, well, yeah. If you think they should pay some kind of fee or <clears throat> the, Damn, abortions right? aren't free unless you have certain coverage or you go to Planned Parenthood, which not all states allow them. So abortions aren't see, cheap uh, unless you use that Plan C. So you go in the closet and look for a coat hanger. Not one of the new Plan plastic C. coat hangers, though. All these plastic uh, old wire see. ones. Yeah, you whoa, gotta go. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. You All you gotta do is just tell a pregnant mother to, to drink three two elevens. It'll be gone. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You can say that to a man, and you won't. You don't have to worry about getting someone pregnant. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just that sterilize everything. I drink three two elevens and a four loco. Man, I'm thirsty. Might as well have some of this. Booty sweat. I got back in the name. Well, uh, in other news, uh, a baby in Brazil was born with two peepees. Jared's in it as Oh my God, dude. Jared, man, I, I, I feel like a pervert if we talk about this, Jared. Not only is your internet, not only is your internet bad, it's stuck on the worst sentence ever. The sad part, like, he didn't finish the sentence. Go ahead and finish the title. You look at, finish are you looking the title, at National Inquirer? Uh, if you new Google the Insider.com. Insider. Anyways, the two-year-old who was born with two penises had the larger one removed in a rare surgery. Um, 
Oh, that sucks. Oh, that sucks. Hulk Hogan, we're coming for you, nigga. In sports news, Wimbledon came out with a crazy decision this week. I don't know, maybe yeah. some might not say crazy. Some might say rational and doing their part. Some might say, what the fuck are y'all doing? But in a bizarre turn of events, uh, Wimbledon has banned all Russian and Belarusian, Belarusian players from this summer's championships due to the scale and severity of the invasion in Ukraine, they say. It took almost two months of deliberations and legal advice with the All England Club also concerned about the image it would present if the world's number two, Daniil Medvedev, lifted its famous silver cup on center court. They expressed sadness that individual players would suffer, but stressed that it wanted to play its part to, in quote, limit Russia's global influence through the strongest means possible, end quote. What do you guys think about that? Did y'all freeze? He said, end quote. His, his internet was like, internet I, I was think like, Wimbledon banned his internet too. Wimbledon <laughs> <laughs> banned Jared's internet. Well, I, I think they didn't want Danielle Mendedevez. I, be, uh, I believe they didn't want him listing trophies. He's an asshole. Have you ever seen him in his interviews? And he walked off the court during trophy ceremonies. He blames the crowd. He yells at the crowd. I mean, not in like a good John McEnroe, like this is good entertainment way. Like, the dude's really an asshole. Like, he does it all afterwards and bitches about the fans. One time, make a claim he's going to walk off the court because of the fans. When they were cheering, when they were supposed to be cheering, because they weren't cheering for him. He's an asshole. So I think the rule is stupid. But anything to keep him out of there, I don't mind. But the rule is stupid. It's one thing to ban a national team, right? Because, you know, the money goes to the National Federation, things like that. To ban, like, Russian soccer out of World Cup. Okay, yeah, because that's a lot of money they get to lose. That's a lot of, that's like putting on economic sanctions. When you and the represent, they're representing, literally, they're representing the country. country. Yes, yes. So when you ban that or a thing like the Olympics, that's big and huge, which even the Olympics failed to do for the organized doping. They didn't ban them. They let the athletes play, not under their flag, though, but we yeah. call them the Russian athletes. But to ban like someone in an individual professional sport, it just doesn't make sense over... Yeah. Something they probably don't believe in politically. They might, they might not. Who cares? They don't deserve to be banned from Wibbleton. That's just some British shit right there. Brandon, what, what, what do you think about it? It's whatever I, you know what? Hold on, Brandon, you got to restart. You got to restart. You gotta restart. <laughs> I think, no, I, think I, just, I just did that. Purpose. I did that on purpose. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> now it's probably actually going to glitch out though. But go ahead, Brandon. <laughs> you know, there's very little news about this war these days. I mean, that, that's been like sort of percolating. It's just more grandstanding for people who who chose a side don't who are not involved in it either either side of it. And, but it's just tennis. I mean, they got to say something. Yeah, but, but hopefully the war is over soon. We said that two months ago. <laughs> either side. <laughs> Adaris, what, how do you feel about this? You work, you know, what I'm saying for one of the largest, you know, athletic sponsors in the world. Whoa, 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 then we can equally say, like, Cap shouldn't be in the league. And I don't believe that. I mean, I think if Cap is taking a stance for something he believes in and is visible 
and they're blackballing him for that, then you you definitely shouldn't be blackballing someone who's not taking a stand for a country that they may or may not have a choice to come from. I think there's a thin line with the idea of banning folks, but I do think we we need to silence the rhetoric. So maybe taking off Russia off the front of like, like team jerseys, you know, not letting niggas come through with Russian colors to play in their matches and don't show their country flag. You know, I think there's stuff like that to really, you can silence Russia, but without silencing the athlete. I think that's not fair. There's definitely a prioritization of certain markets or certain people's viewpoints. And we saw that with Colin Kaepernick that prioritized the conservative white middle-aged America. And maybe that's their biggest buyers. And so they don't want to alienate that, but it's not a hundred percent of your market. It's probably not even necessarily 50%. It's probably just like in, in, in our demographics today, we have a majority minority. And so when you prioritize it, then you put values on people, you put values on uh, ways of living and ways of being. And yes, there is a line that I think everyone should draw. There's certain things like, you know what I'm saying? Murder, rape, mental, physical, you know, child abuse, those things, we have to be like, those things are not okay. Beyond that, it is a very gray world where we're figuring things out. A lot of times these decisions are made because of pressure or because of money or because of the pressure of the money and not actually thinking about what is the right thing to do. And these people in power, this is one of the things that pisses me off so much. We put so much value in these sports uh, teams or these organizations or these companies to actually kind of change the, the rhetoric and change the direction in ways for good. But most times they only do it when it's very token or it's very, it's like easy to do. When it's the easy decision, they do it, not when it's a difficult decision. This might be a harder decision in a lot of ways than some of the things I've seen, like where like people are all Coca-Cola and McDonald's says, no, say no to hate. Okay, that was easy, right? But in this case, there's also, you're putting values on perspectives or ways of living or certain people. I, I was thinking like, you know what I'm saying? Like they're not allowing these people to make money, these Russians or Belarusians, you know what I'm saying? This war is about Western interests versus communist Eastern interests, right? That's really what this war is about. It's about control of Russia not wanting to feel closed in even more by Western, you know, capitalist interests. Capitalism. Supposedly. It's an invasion. It's, it's an invasion. It's, no, 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 no. I'm not calling it a war. That's fine. It's an invasion that is about maintaining their status quo of their boundaries and what they feel safe. Same way as the United States said, we don't want Russia being able to put missiles and bases on Cuba because you're too close to us. So it goes both ways in a lot of ways. And it's like for us to be saying that they now can't make money and be, you know, part of this capitalist system because of where they came from, not even who they are or how they're living their life currently. But because of that, that's us doing the same thing that we're saying communism does to other people. It's like they, they don't give people rights to be free market uh, enterprise. They don't give people the right to choose what they want to do with their life. And so in doing that, it's just, it's filled with like a lot of, maybe not hypocrisy, but it's 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 contradictory in the the message they're trying to send and the outcome it's going to create. It's literally creating exactly what this bigger scope of what's going on is about. Do you guys think this could expand to like the U.S. Open though? Or is the U.S. not stupid enough to do that? I, I don't know. Ain't no telling, man. I doubt it though. I mean, everybody's going to try to make their stand. I think because it's not in the news as, as frequently or it's not the top story every day, I think, yeah, you'll definitely see a couple Russian uh, players. They'll definitely get them in front of the mic saying that they're not necessarily for the war. How if they'll go out and just say, I'm against the war and fuck Putin, unless they got a, a green card some, sitting somewhere. But 
think you'll definitely see Jamie out there. Well, in other news, Tyson had to put hands on an obnoxious fan at SFO on a flight to Florida on 420, nonetheless. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I've never seen such a one-sided, <laughs> everybody one-sided agreement. Like, if you made Mike Tyson enough, mad enough to punch you, you deserved it. I've never seen the internet agree on one thing. <laughs> Especially after Mike Tyson's coming off of smoking a hell of a lot of weed in San Francisco. Right. So, you know, it's the calmest Tyson anyone's ever gotten. And he was, like, talking to the dude at first, even though the dude was being obnoxious. Apparently, the dude got a big rap sheet. They just coming out. He's been in and out of jail all the time. This ain't his first time rallying somebody up. Yeah, man, the pictures didn't look too bad, considering how many times Mike punched him down. So he might might be completely off. Uh, might be one hundred percent brain damage at this point. Yeah, let's see the video. You ever heard drinking high seat? <laughs> this is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson looking out, man. This shit crazy as fuck. He should have never gave you his money. Peasants. Peasants. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, Mike, Mike, come on. Let's go stop back. Let's lose the horse, man. JetBlue, net flight. Boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. Yeah, he got fucked up. Just trying to ask for an autograph, man. You didn't hit him hard enough. The dude next to Tyson saved that dude's life, man. The the guy that he ended up punching, he has like some breaking entering or some fraud shit. He's done a, a couple stints in the jail in jail for like twenty months and like ten months or some shit like that. I I could be misquoting. He did that to Mike Tyson. He he was break trying to break and enter behind his seat. And then he was frauding him, trying to act like he was a cool dude. I mean, I think those all that's all on brand. I, I feel bad for Tyson because he was at Hippie Hill on 420. He's got to be like in a pretty calm, enlightened state. You mean he's high? Like, well, he's high. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know, if that was if dude, <laughs> you want to know what would have happened to him if if uh, like if he had caught Tyson in 89. like 89 and 89. 90. Tyson probably would have hit this fool so hard, he would have been saying something like this. Yeah, I stay in shape. I keep my body together. Uh, I always stay in shape. Like I said, if I wanted to shape, when he hit me like a little sissy and ran, he'd knock me out. I had a concussion or whatever. He broke a little finger on me. It showed how loud I am. I stay in shape. I don't want to show my arms or whatever about yeah. right now. But like I said, he's a homo. He's scared of me. He ducking me. Ain't no man to rap. I knocked him out of a 50-minute commercial deal. He still won't fight me. So how live I am. If I not, if he not me a fifty million, fifty million dollar deal. I'd afford him. I'd get, I got a ring with a lion, a bear, a gorilla. I fight. Come on, man, fifty million. I'm live. That's right, Miss Blood Green, Michelle Sister Tyson is a homo. He ducking me. He reneging on me. They told me he'd fight me any place, anyway, any time. I got letters that mean nothing. Oh, hey, I'm curious. Like, there's some stuff that you know that you're about to play us. And you know it's real bad. Like, why do you proceed to press play? <laughs> <laughs> See, here's here's thinking, Darius. Darius, he knows he knows you. He knows where you work. He knows your status, and yet he still brings the bullshit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of wild, man. That's why he hides everything. He don't want nobody to take him down. Homo. I'm pretty sure Jared has never told his girlfriend that he records this podcast because. 
if she heard him talking about little double dick kids, she'd be done with that nigga. Wait, Jerry got a girlfriend now? High score 510 fam, this is DJ Art, and I just have a little message for you. I would like to tell you about our friends over at Newsly, an audio app for iOS and Androids. It picks up web articles, the most trending topics on the web, and reads them to you in a natural, beautiful human voice. Browse topics of your choice from sports to science, Bitcoin, and even the Kardashians. Curate your own playlist, and Newsly allows your internet readings to become an audio experience. Message! Newsly even has podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries, including Highscore 510. Download and use Newsly for all your listening needs from www.newsly.me. Or click the link in our description. And be sure to use the promo code Highscore 510. That will get you a free premium subscription for one month. It's about time you stop scrolling and start listening. Your mind, it is like a gun. And you want to load it up with little itty bitty bullets of knowledge. I love when the like the good looking girl in high school gets passed around and then by the time she's like 27 28 she's just like hurt and like it's like damn what happened to you i feel like (laughs) like that's the story of kevin durant's whole career he's been passed around he's hitting the wall right now and and it's just going to be like a horrible decline and and i'm just gonna love every minute of it you know james harden to me is hitting the wall just to let you know james harden is the same age as Allen iverson when Allen Iverson had his last 20-point season and everything was downhill, Allen Iverson is someone that also has that nightlife that he loved It wasn't going to sacrifice to be a professional. And that's what James Harden is. To me, Durant, I don't want to take away from what Boston is doing. They're playing full-court defense. I feel like if Durant was playing against Philly right now, it might be 2-2, right? It might be 2-2. Philly, but Philly's if Durant not was playing, if no, they Durant was playing Tybal, against bro. Miami right now, Tybal. they it's might be up to games to one. I know, I know we got some Kevin Durant haters on this show, at least two of us for sure. Yep. I know Brandon's not. I'm not a Jared, hater of Jared's Kevin Durant. on the fence. No, no, I'm not a hater. Jared's on the fence because he really liked him. No, no, I like him as a player. I think he's a really tight you, player. I think he he should have w- stayed on OKC. No, he he needs to he be. He should have went a, to Washington. No, no, he's proving that he needs Ooh, to be. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. You know, he needs to be in a system offense. He needs to be, if he played on the Suns, he'd be balling. He played with the Warriors. He balled. He, he goes to San Antonio. He'll ball and he'll probably win. But he wasn't it him and Kyrie's idea to not have a coach? Oh, we really don't need a coach. Yeah, Didn't they say he, that? This is where KD needs to realize, dude, you are your best self when you're in a system. When you play Team USA basketball, you played in the system and nobody can stop you. You're super efficient. And when you needed to get a bucket, we always go to you. Oh, when, oh, when, when they you were play playing the, like Greece and Nigeria? Yeah, yeah, no. And, and um, <laughs> okay, okay. Newfoundland. Uh, yeah. But like, no, but the thing is, is like, KD is such a good talent that put him in a system and he can flourish and just dominate even more versus him, which he's always had at OKC and which is what he left the Warriors for was basically ISO ball star basketball. Like I get to do what I want when I want. And and he's playing with a dude who also does the same thing right now with Kyrie and it's not working. When KD came to the Warriors, it flourished and he balled and still didn't have to like say, I need to dominate all the time. It just came naturally. And then when the playoffs came, and especially the finals, like he could take over stretches of the game in that way when he needed to. 
but they still just ran their offense. That's what KD needs to be in. He needs to realize I need to be in a system you offense. Durant was with injured during other a lot players. of those playoffs. 2019, where they didn't win the title, uh, he missed. That was the year he got hurt. The other years he played every He had game. strained his calf, yeah. and so he missed most of the playoffs. They kept winning without him, and then he tore his Achilles in the finals. I think you missed with KD is that he played for Team USA after coming off his Achilles thing. And he hasn't stopped playing basketball. So he's just tired. I mean, I don't think he's this. You, you, you know, he's just tired. It's funny that you say that, Brandon, because I was just looking at this game, Phoenix, and, you know, Devin Booker messed up his hamstring. And I was like, should he have not played in the, the USA because it was delayed? And remember, he went, he went straight from the final straight to there, him and Middleton, who also got hurt. And I was like, should they have not played? Because they went deep into the finals. Like you're saying that about Durant, and I'm looking at like Devin Booker, soft tissue injury. We're yeah. seeing soft tissue injuries. I still don't want to take away from Boston playing 90 but then, style defense. But then I just also, haven't seen the shit in a while. But then also, you drop in somebody who's supposed to be the second best player who also hasn't really played with them that often. Like, often. He basically is. been on a break. <laughs> you know what that fool had the nerves to say? Don't forget, in the last week of season, when they lost the second to last game of the season, he was like, man, I think I need a day off. Kyrie said that he's playing with a guy who is more skilled than Russell Westbrook, but not as dominant a presence physically as Russell Westbrook, but it's getting them pretty much the same results. They're good. They're a good team, but do they have what it takes to win against a team like Boston that runs a system? Oh, no, offense? That, Jared, Jared, that, that OKC team is way better than this Nets team with Ibaka and Steven Adams and uh, that other. And uh, Tefa Cephalosha. Yeah, I mean, was like Ben Simmons. But yeah, oh, they also had Freedom Cantor on there, too. Exactly. Hey, Cephalosha <laughs> was like Ben Simmons, but he actually puts on a jersey in place. Jared, this Nets team is really awful. They won that trade, though. The, the issue is that, look, can we, get, can we talk about Ben Simmons? <laughs> this nigga up on that name. <laughs> I heard Ben Simmons be available for game eight. If it goes yeah. eight, he's available. I'm available for the parade if y'all win the title. That's what I'm be available for. This motherfucker is not. So he, ben he, Simmons. he hijacked the league. Tell him. Ben Simmons. Was he injured that last game where he decided not to dunk over Trey Young and decided to only shoot like four shots in a game where it's an elimination game and you're the second best scoring option because of your skill set, yet you don't do anything to try and score? And then your teammates are frustrated because in crunch time, you didn't dunk it over a six foot four point guard to pass it to Maurice Tybal, who is only out there to masquerade as a defensive specialist. He literally acts like he's a defensive specialist, but he's not. The dude can't even, like, score. He doesn't get blocks regularly. He doesn't get steals regularly. Yes, is he annoying and get in the way? Yeah, that's what Patrick Beverly does. So you got a glorified Patrick Beverly that's not as good at being annoying as Patrick Beverly, doesn't have the same impact as Patrick Beverly, and you're going to throw it to him 16 feet away from the basket when you get the ball four feet from the basket for a dunk, and because somebody runs at you, you pass it off to a dude who shoots just as bad as free throws as you and had further to go to try and dunk it? Egregious. So Absolutely was agree. that where you got hurt? Is that where you like, were you tired of carrying all the weight of Philadelphia's hate? Or were you tired of carrying all the weight of, of having to, you know, say not shoot the ball or try and score whatsoever. You're carrying all that weight and that caused you to hurt your back so that you demanded a trade because people talk bad about you on your team. They didn't even talk bad about you. That was like, not even bad. Number one, that was just them being like, we wish he had done a little bit more, but we got to move forward with that. I can't say anything else about that. I can't promise you he's going to be. Uh, oh, they talk bad about him. They did not talk bad. Dude, it wasn't that wanna, bad. It wasn't. You want to see people you, talk you bad about Powell and Adarius have done worse. Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 about each other. There's, there's plenty of times where coaches or other players have like openly criticized or called out their teammates in a way where it's like you know who they're talking about and they have more choice words than what they said. Yeah, yeah. Now 
And, and, and that was also like right after he had blown the game. Like, it's not like, it's like one thing It's like, no, nah, no, nah, man, you ain't supposed to talk bad about me when you see me fuck up and you knew I fucked up. I don't think I fucked up. And the whole everyone series, else by the up. way, Jared. They were down one at that point. His, he dunks it, they yeah, get one point lead. He doesn't dunk it. Tybal misses like both free throws or whatever. And then they go down, they score again. Now they're down three. It, it flipped the scoring. But um, demanding a trade, holding out, not practicing, this, that, and the other. He gets his trade. The Nets got a haul. They got Ben Simmons. They got Andre Drummond. They got one other dude. Seth Curry. And Seth Curry, who's a, who's a quality role player, who can yeah, very knock down shots, to go play. And then you get James Harden. That was a bad trade. That's Philly trying to win it all right now, right? Ben Simmons gets his trade. He doesn't have to play in Philly anymore. And now he don't play at all because his back is still hurt from carrying all the weight of Philadelphia's hate from last year. Now, CJ, and- you hating on him, man. You know the truth is how he got hurt, man. Jared, he got hurt looking for a new girlfriend on Instagram. He hurt his back then. Oh, that's what it was. was yeah, hard work. It was hard work watching Kendall Jenner, his, his his former flame, be with Devin Booker, and they make the finals. Man, that hurt me too. That hurt his heart. His heart. He, he got. He, he's on the IL with his the heart, heart got so heavy. His heart got so heavy. It hurt. It bent over. It hurt his back. Yeah. See, this is the soft ass players, man. Like you get, man. I, man, somebody broke my heart. My no, my ankles, my hands. They, they good. They know, ain't no. Ain't no physical. I wish you guys would have grew up broken heart. This is what uh, Stephen A. Smith had to say about Ben Simmons. I feel bad for anybody who was his teammate. He quit on LSU. He quit on the Philadelphia 76ers. And now he ain't showing up for the Brooklyn Nets. We can point to all the excuses, all the rationale behind it that we want to. I do recall, despite him not playing, he still filed a grievance to collect $20 million that he has not earned. This is one of the most pathetic situations that I've ever seen in my life. He ain't going to war. He ain't going to the octagon. He's not going in a boxing ring. It's pulling teeth to get this man to play basketball. It's pathetic. It's sad. And at the end of the day, when the NBA gets in the collective bargaining table and they go after the players in terms of a pay-for-play stipulation in the collective bargaining agreement, it's going to be called the Ben Simmons. You know what's funny? I heard that recently. I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast and another one, and they talked about like, dude, this Ben Simmons thing is hurting the players' cases. The commissioner, Adam Silver, came out and said, he basically hinted at that he knows the owners are, they're going to go a pay for play. All these players missing games and they're still getting a full salary. You know, basketball is a full salary thing. Mm-hmm. They don't get game checks. It's salary. And so they're talking about like a next collective bargaining, especially with this Ben Simmons thing. A lot of owners are mad that they're paying people full salaries and they're not trying to play. He's lucky that the Nets still like it because <laughs> the next step of this is him showing up on TMZ at the club. And then they're with some with some Instagram model. They're gonna start showing all the stuff he's doing outside of basketball to put pressure on him to actually get on the court. But uh-huh. luckily, Kevin Durant and Kyrie still like him. Yeah, he lucky people like him because he should be playing in Sioux Falls the way he acting. Send him to Latvia, wherever Lamelo Ball was playing. Lamelo Ball is a better player than him right now. Leandro Ball a better player than yeah. him. Yeah, but yeah, at least I seen him suit up this year. He, he could play. He didn't, he didn't make the team, but he suited up for Detroit. My no, thing is, Leandro like, Ball. Ben Simmons got what he wanted. And then he was actually injured. I, if I was the Nets, I might even like, you know, ask to rescind the trade. <laughs> like, give us Harden back. Y'all gave us a dude who's injured and nobody disclosed how broken his heart was. <laughs> oh, we're here for another installment of Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Brandon's got some neighbors. Could Would you? Could you? Shit in my yard? Oh, yes. Won't you be 
my nigga. Just to be clear, somebody did shit in Brandon's yard. Or Just a neighbor's clear, yard. That song is more perverted than the article that Jared put across our screen talking about double penises. <laughs> Brandon, do you have a uh, another installment of Mr. Varnado's Neighborhood? Uh, yeah, man. So um, so you had the like, you know, they have like the traveling carnival that comes to different like fairgrounds every once in a while, right? It's yeah. not the big one, but it's the one that you know they get some part-time workers who are trying to get, you know, some work history putting together this carnival. So it's right on the main road. So my daughter sees it every day. We driving her to, to her daycare. So um, she's asking every day, hey, can we go to that carnival? Hey, can we go to the carnival? Now, there's experiences I want my kids to have, <laughs> but I don't necessarily want to be one to give it to them. Like I, I was hoping Nicole wanted to take her. Like I was hoping my wife was going to say, oh yeah, that'd be fun. Let's go. And I was just going to stay my ass at home. But no, I was like, all right, fine. I got to take this one for the team. So we're going to go to this carnival. It's like a fairground parking lot, right? So there's not really lines or anything like that. It's just a big open field. And people have decided where to park their cars <laughs> in rows or whatever. So I'm riding around. I, I look out, right? So I see these people getting in their car. I pull up. I give them some space uh, to some space to back out, right? So I'm parked right here. <laughs> And there's another car in front of me, and like maybe like four or five cars down that's also backing out, right? But another car is waiting for them. So we're both in line, kind of waiting for both these cars to pull out so we can pull in. So the car I'm waiting for doesn't pull back out, it pulls forward. And oh, all sudden, shit. All, all of a sudden, this Ford Explorer just zooms right past me and goes in the spot. Now, and I'm like, so I just parked there. I get real close to him. Like I pull in, like I'm about to pull in the parking spot. I get right on his bumper hog my horn for a little bit he's just sitting there i was like i don't think you realize i don't want to be here anyway i got all day to wait for this motherfucker to, to, get, <laughs> out, to, to get out so a deer's in the car is like hey he parked in the spot we were going to go to and i was like you're right he did so i get out of the car he he rolls down the window pretends not to speak english i will tell you on the radio he all the, all the song is playing in the car is in english so i'm saying why are you learning english right now or you pretend not to know English right now. Either way, you about to get some of these Spanish curse words I know. So I'm standing there. <laughs> and all I said was like, dude, you lucky my kids are here with me right now. <laughs> and he's like, hey man, there's another part, there's another parking spot down there. And I was like, Nigga, and I need you to go get that parking spot right now. <laughs> yes. And so I'm standing there, dude. We were there for like five minutes. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Cause number one, I don't want to see my, I don't want my daughter to see me fight. I definitely don't want her to see me lose a fight. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm going to get into a fight, <laughs> it's going to have to be on those terms where if I'm by myself, let's do this. Let's see whatever, whatever the fuck happens. So luckily the dude like sees me standing there yelling at this dude in Spanish. I'm just saying Spanish words. I'm being hella racist at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so the dude that's parked next to him is coming out and say, oh man, you can just take my spot. I was like, all right, cool bet. They all stayed in the car. The people who took the two of our parking spot just stayed in the car the whole time. So I pulled in the parking spot next to next to that car, and I sit there for a second. I was like, right, "Cool, let's go this car. Let's go in this carnival." So I'm not proud of it, but when I came back, I spit on each one of the, the door handles of the car next to me when I got back. <laughs> Damn, Damn. 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 Not proud of it. That's an <laughs> type of, of thing to do. Not proud of it, but that's my story, man. I was. I was hot. I will say this, Brandon. I much, I much rather have my son see me beating two small Mexican dudes' ass 
than to watch me lick my hand and put it on a door handle. That's just me. I'm just my personal opinion. I feel you. To each his own. Brandon, you should have walked up to him and said, Nobody punking nobody here. <laughs> and said, <laughs> That's what you should have said. Or you should have said, like, Smokey, and be like, You ain't showing me nothing new essay. Picoto, Moroto, Maceto, Comanato, Sushotos. Ain't nobody no, talking, oh, no, nobody I, here today. I, 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 I did tell his kids that their dad was a bitch, though. It sounds like Brandon basically came real close to having a nigga moment. Every black man's spirit is weakened during a nigga moment. What the? Oh, come on, you nincompoop. You can't do that. Hey, come on. Well, nigga moments can happen to any black man at any time. Hey, I, that was my space. I had my blinker on and everything. Fuck you, punk-ass, bougie-ass, hook-ass nigga. I'll beat your motherfucking sadiddy-ass nigga. Don't never in your life ever try to holler at me, nigga. Fuck with me, nigga. I'll be done pop the truck on your bitch-ass nigga. Get my motherfucking oozy, nigga. <laughs> What did you say, nigga? You know what, motherfucker? Eat a dick, nigga. I'm tired as mother. Oh, yeah. Look at you. You was popping all that good shit a second ago. Then you got kissed in your chest. You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. Well, let's get to Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts. Cutty Corner shoutouts is the second we end the show on where we rank and plane. Or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs. It's time. It's, it's time. Cutty Corner. We're burning out. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I meant what it meant. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're broken. Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do. And, you know, and I know I've been talking a lot of sensitive topics this week, especially to people in the Bay Area who might be Warriors fans. And it might seem like I'm fighting against them because I might be arguing against the Warriors. But I'm about to argue against someone else from the Bay Area in my Cutty Corner shout out. This uh, argument goes against Keisha Cole. It's bad enough the bitch can't sing. And I mean bitch like Cam Newton mean bitch, you know, not disrespectfully. Message to Cam, there's no way to say bitch and not be disrespectful. But Keisha Cole can't sing. She sounds like someone stepped on the cat when she trying to hit one of those high voices. She ain't that good. She's a little guttural. I can understand the fascination a little bit with it. She's pretty. She's a little pretty now. She learned how to dress a little better now. So she got pretty. But Keisha Cole this week came out this week and said that Antonio Brown could win a Grammy after his new album release. This is also while showing off a, a tattoo that says AB on it, as some fans have noticed. What the fuck is she? Did she not listen to any Antonio Brown music talk about he could win a Grammy? Come on, man. Like a Grammy and Razzies are two different awards. I understand you might want to stand by. Maybe she's fucking him right now, right? Maybe she is. I mean, it's Keisha Cole, for Christ's sakes. I mean, you know, we could go down her line of guys she's been with. She obviously has a type, athletic, you know, usually good shape. Usually someone that's, you know, doesn't make good decisions, except for Damian Jones. He's a little different, but she has a type. Usually a guy that might be prone to go upside a bitch's head every now and then, fuck up a credit score. You know, that's her type. And Antonio Brown is one of those people. If he got some good dick, Keisha just say it. 
Brandon, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Goes that's NBA talk, man. RIP NBA talk. We don't really appreciate the players that are good now. And I, and I blame Tom Brady. I blame, I blame LeBron James. I blame Kobe. I feel like when people are so good, it takes away from everybody else also being very good, but not as successful. I feel like every conversation about basketball has turned into more of a baseball argument about the sort of all-time numbers and who's best all-time and where they rank, as opposed to saying, hey, this guy won a game today. He did really well. <laughs> or they have a chance to win a championship. Isn't that amazing that they won a championship and 29 other teams didn't? Isn't that great? Let's celebrate that. I feel like football has that still for the for the most part in the sense that the Rams won the championship. Matt Stafford is, is the dude forever, no matter what he does next year or the next 10 years, he's the dude. Yep. Same way like Jim McMahon for the Bears is, like you win a championship, hey man, we really appreciate you playing. Even dudes like Fred Taylor for the Jacksonville Jaguars, like he's famous in Jacksonville for just being really good at football and like helping them win a few games. But I feel like basketball fans and baseball fans just can't get over the word of this rank all time sort of stuff. And it just weighs everything down. Cause I've been watching this Memphis game, Memphis and uh, Minnesota, Minnesota series. And I can't really appreciate it. Cause I'm like, you know what? Neither one of these teams going to the championship this year. <laughs> and i'm thinking at least six of these dudes that are, that are see, at least six of these dudes that are starting on these teams are not going to be in the league in two years like and i'm like okay well can i really appreciate this game right now and i was like nope gotta turn this shit off adarius do you have a cutty corner shout out yeah i'm gonna give my first quick one uh this is a out, out of the ordinary my first quick one is gonna go to aaron cutty corner shout out goes to you for hating on the NBA playoffs and literally every game and series has turned around, except except for the Warriors. That's pretty lopsided. But even there, there's some nuggets have some fight. Every series has turned into a really good, really, really good series. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, yes, Aaron. You can make that face. There's a couple that are kind of like <laughs> I was gonna say Philadelphia has it. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm about to say Philly, Philly, and I was about to say Philly and the Warriors. And your boy Ben Simmons hasn't. <laughs> I, I, dis, I disagree. I mean, I don't know. All, all I will say is the Philly series, yes, that's clearly a wash. The Warriors are washed. But it, it's looking pretty good, Aaron. I think it's going to be strong. Next next round is going to be a strong playoff. So maybe uh, there'll be some double-dicted dribblers out there that can really get the job done. <laughs> um, you know, there's at least one in the NBA, according to statistics. <laughs> it's probably Tristan Thompson. Uh, anyway, my my, my, my no, he he would have told you about that shit. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the only way. The Kardashians would have had. You know what? It's there. probably it's probably Pete. Uh, what is it? Pete Davidson. Davidson. It's like he give me chicks. He got the extra deck. No, yeah. no, no. It, it's definitely Tristan Thompson because he keep telling Chloe he ain't cheating, and it's true because he's fucking him with the dick that he don't use. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, so is she getting the big one or the small one then, Adarius? Now that I don't know, probably she's probably getting the small one. Yeah, because the other women are a lot thicker. It's either the loyalty dick or the fire hose. Pedro, do you have a cutty corner shout out? Hey, you, just nigga. real quick. <laughs> just real quick. Uh, your boy, your boy JD Vance of Ohio, Republican Ohio, wilding out, man. Y'all got to Google the cat. This was hilarious. He sat up there and called Trump Hitler or whatever, talking all this shit about him. Now he needs his endorsement. He switched up so fast. And on his ad campaign, y'all thought I was racist two weeks ago when that dude ran into me. 
Oh my God. Are you a racist? Do you hate Mexicans? The media calls us racist for wanting to build Trump's wall. They censor us, but it doesn't change the truth. Joe Biden's open border is killing Ohioans, with more illegal drugs and more Democrat voters pouring into this country. That was his ad campaign. And he, he wilding. This dude is getting a COD package from me. He told the truth about the Republican Party, which is funny. Then he goes back and he white coons with the Republican Party. It is hilarious. I'm like, what? He just switched. He's switching codes all over the place. Quick question, Pedro. When you mean you about to COD his shit, are you going to blow his shit up or you about to donate to his campaign? I'm confused. Call of Duty, Pedro names his classes, his different his different loadouts in Call of Duty by different people that say despicable or do despicable things. Mainly, uh, mainly bigots and racists. Most of bigots and racists. Cash on delivery, so I thought he was just donating. I didn't know what his hands oh, I might, I might don't. I might donate because sometimes I am afraid of Mexicans crossing the border. You can't even hold on to Harlem! My Cutty Corner shout-out goes out to Will Smith. Will Smith, when you were protecting Anjanu and you were protecting the girls who played Venus and Serena. Making this film, I got to protect Anjanu Ellis. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi. The two actresses that played Venus and Serena. When you were protecting your wife by slapping Chris Rock, you were doing all those things to protect people because love make you do crazy things, Will Smith. Art imitates life. I look like the crazy father, just like they said. <laughs> I look like crazy father, just like they said about Richard Williams. You said you got to channel your inner Richard Williams and protect, be a protector of people, be a river to your to people, to your people. Will Smith. Your actions got bright too. Easily the most anticipated Netflix original to come out in the next few years, canceled. You weren't thinking of protecting all the cast and crew. You weren't thinking of protecting Joel Edgerton and all the other actors and all the other crew that were gonna make money off making that movie that had that lined up, that had committed to being part of that production. You weren't even thinking about all the orcs and the underrepresentation that you could have provided to them through this movie. We're broken people now. So Will Smith, you trying to masquerade We're with your acceptance speech as your actions being a protector? Nigga, please, we know you did that because your ass is being played like a puppet and your emotions, you don't know where your center is because you are not centered because you with a woman that is not allowing you to be centered. And you forgot about all the orcs. And you forgot all about the cast and crew and other actors that that had that lined up and could have made money. And you forgot about the fans, Will Smith. The fans. All the people that were anticipating on pins and needles for Bright 2. I was one of them. And you was the only one of them. Whatever, nigga. I was the one. <laughs> so fuck you, Will Smith. You done fucked it up. Shout out to all the orcs out there. Uh, sponsorship, you know what I'm saying? I stand in solidarity with y'all, and Will Smith don't give a fuck about y'all. Just remember that I care about y'all. Yeah! And that nigga owe me $5! That's all I got to say. You got an orc under my... <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he 
sound like Jason on that one. Pedro, you look like you're at a hotel in Total Recall right now. Where are you? <laughs> 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 Hi, When you have a nigga moment, Brandon, you just need to show up and say, What's good, nigga? I hope that after you wiped all the doors with your spit, you said, You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. I didn't wipe anything. No, I it was more loose. I was looking. Ooh, yeah. I'm not going to lie, Brandon. You know what I would have probably done, man? I'd probably went into the bathroom and shit in the back. And then left it all over his windshield. Okay. And I've done it in the past. It was, it was pretty it in dark the in that parking lot when we left, man. I was I've crazy. done it in his past. Do you know right. how how precise you have to be to shit in the bag underneath I've done head? it uh, many a times before, <laughs> Darius. Uh, you get the right uh, squat, it's college. pretty easy to aim. Yeah, people, <laughs> and, I, and let me tell you, I usually you have talk, really hard you, shits. I don't have, talk, like, the loose man. shits. You, you, you tie one handle to your dick and then you hold the bag near your butthole. I'll hold the bag over and I shit in the bag man, and then I put it on the man. windshield. Aaron should like Aaron should like his parents don't like to stop on the side of the freeway. <laughs> yep, I did it once in college to this dude that ripped my shirt because my mom bought me a red shirt when I went off to college and she said, "Hey, you could finally wear this." It was just a plain red t-shirt. I mean, it was like the first time I ever wore red. And this dude at Cal on a Saturday on a football Saturday decided. He ripped it and I, he was drunk and it was in front of our dorms at Bowles Hall. And I went off on him and told him about my mom. He felt all bad. Everybody's like, oh, shit, man, this fool went from nice black guy to aggro. He came by the next day, bought me 20 bucks. I doubt the shirt cost 20 bucks, especially in 1994. That 20 bucks went a long way. He brought me 20 bucks and I still went down there when he was in the shower and shit on his drawers. And then folded it up in a nice huge log in the middle of his underwear and set it right where he has it. And then here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. Yeah, the statute of limitations. Here's the worst part. Here's the worst part. My roommate went down there with me and pissed in his shampoo while I was shitting in his drawers. <laughs> and then we left it right there while he was in the shower. Am I the only one aroused right now? Ain't nobody punking nobody around Aaron G3. Uh, I'm going to get the last word in. That, no, that's level of disrespect. Like, I would be in prison right now. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Brandon, you should have oh, showed up. He knew you not, he, he he knew not to fuck with me no more, Brandon. You Brandon, listening too much not, Naughty by Nature in 1994 to be doing all that, man. Right. Come on. Brandon, you should have showed up in like, Hey, Leon and Fidel, get pasta horta. <laughs> hey, man, I clean your windshield, buddy. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Uno tres cuatro fronto taco. <laughs> Everything's over static home. Me gusta chucha. <laughs> I feel like that's less aggressive than just racist, but that's just me. <laughs> Brandon said he was being racist at this point. He was mad enough I, to, to be racist. No. First of all, well, because I've been praising my Spanish. We're going to go we're going to Mexico in, uh, in July. So I've actually been practicing Spanish, right? And I was like, okay, I know, I know, I, how do I conjugate, you know? <laughs> I think Brandon, Brandon was yelling out, Quanto Cuesta. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, you is a little too, you know, it's, it's, it's Spanish vernacular. You ain't got to be precise with it when you curse. I, I got this I'm new Spanish God. term. I, I yell, Nigga Coon! 
And that usually exactly there we go right now. <laughs> Shit ain't working. <laughs> listen to this, so you know, I'm cold. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 exactly why I don't think Jerry should be a, uh, the person that is the owner of this podcast. I mean, irresponsible, irresponsible on all these levels. Right? Yo, y'all are big and cool for no reason. <laughs> see, because you see, I told that whole story. I said a bunch of curse words that day. And I just have to yell out, nigga coon. 